This is A&E in the City. My name's Courtney Tripp. I am Jonathan Allo. We are the new host for Uptown Audio's new arts and entertainment podcast. We'll be covering topics like local arts and entertainment, arts and entertainment happening in media, music, entertainment, some kind of food maybe sometime. Some food. We're based in Charlotte, North Carolina on UNCC's campus, so we're going to go like a little local, yeah. like stuff around campus, talk about Charlotte in general, maybe spread out to North Carolina, and then we branch off from there. Start off with me. My name's Courtney Tripp. I am a senior here at UNC Charlotte. I'll be graduating in May. I also do PR for Uptown Audio. We have other shows like sports, news, health and wellness. If you're into SGA, student government, we also have a show about that. And my host is going to be Jonathan today. Jonathan, give us a little information about yourself. My name is Jonathan. Like, like Courtney just said, I'm a civil engineering major. I'm a senior as well. I actually just changed my major, so I'm about to be a, a super duper senior. I'll say that. <laughs> and uh, in my spare time, I like to skateboard. I don't know how to do any tricks. I just ride. I don't know how to stop either, so I usually jump off. Nice. <laughs> I lay in the grass a couple times. I work here at UNCC, apart from doing this podcast with you. This is the third, probably the third podcast I've ever been on. Oh, nice. What were the first two? One of my friends, he does a, like, his story kind of thing, and it's called Baby Adults. Really interesting. Featured on there, like, twice. Uh, one of my other friends, he does something with one of his friends, and they just, like, talk about, kind of like A&E. Okay. But they just go off on any topic at all. Sports, news, media, anything like that. And one more, some of my friends from high school started one, and they live in Canada. Very cool. So the second one's called Descent... Des and Salo, and the third one is called The Fried Chicken Podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our topics for the week. First, we'd like to cover local topics. The first one being the Van Gogh exhibit. Ooh. It's coming June 18th. It's pretty cool. I've seen it on a few movies. I've seen it all over social media. It's supposed to be a pretty fun exhibit, a little pricey. I've heard it's about 50 bucks a ticket. It is about 50 bucks. And if you're thinking about going, I would tell you to save it from your stimmy <laughs> and take a little bit out of that. And because it's just a little pricey, like it took a while for them to, for them to release the, the ticket prices. They just dropped them like last week. And before then, I did a little research because they have some in San Francisco, Dallas different places and when I looked them up it was like $39 the max I saw was like 50 but then I took a look at Charlotte's prices the lease was 45 wow and the highest was like 65 so I was wondering like I know we're a different city we're, we're a pretty artsy city but I don't think the prices should be that high yeah it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense mm. I have to do some more research on that yeah Another thing we wanted to cover this week was movie theaters opening back up. We have the AMC over here by UNC Charlotte. If you're looking for a movie theater, it's beside the PNC, the neighborhood mm -hmm. Walmart. They have the nice recliners. But you can also rent out the movie theater for $100. But they're also showing movies. I'm not really sure how the movie industry is doing right now. I feel like they kind of tank, considering yeah. like no one's been in I, I love to go to a movie, but also like especially now people just sit in the comfort of the couches 
this new movie dropped this past week on HBO Max. It was some DC movie. Mm. And I know if if there was no COVID, people would probably be out there. But no, just like sitting on the couch and watch it. I'm curious to see how they recover, though. Yeah. Like the fact that everything's opening back up. It's almost like they've been recovering, though. Popcorn's like $15 a bag. Candy's like $5 <laughs> a box. So, yeah, they've been tanking for a minute, seems like. Yeah. Um, but it's exciting. That's one of the few pleasures in life that, you know, you miss. Definitely. Especially with COVID. But it's nice to see things like that opening back up. We kind of want to talk about the art scene in Charlotte. Jonathan, you want to touch on that? Yeah. I don't know how many people who are listening to this right now are from Charlotte, from Charlotte area, go to UNCC or anything. But I feel like if you ever go uptown, maybe like starting around Noda, you see a lot of murals on the walls. It's, it's just really interesting to see. And... <laughs> From what I understand, there are a lot of local artists who do these, and it's just like, wow, like, there are people who are this talented rolling around the streets. Another thing I really like, oh, this is one of my favorite things to do with Charlotte, is the museums. Right. (laughs) The main museum, I'm a regular there, probably pre-COVID, I probably went maybe once or twice every month, and I got to see a lot of the the shows, a a lot of the exhibits they had going on. It's just lovely. Another one is the Beckler. That's how you say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty nice. They have some, like, really good Warhols in there, some Basquiat's. Saw some really rare pieces I've never seen before. Been there just one time. There's this other one. They're all actually around. Well, the major ones I go to all around the same, like, intersection. Uptown? Yeah. Yeah, so like, there's also the Harvey B. Grand, that one. Yeah. I've been trying to go to that one, but there's construction going on right in front of that, so I always miss it. Mm-hmm. But there's, like... It's probably like my prime three museums. And you can tell that the museums are around that area by the sculptures Mm -hmm. and how much art is just around that one area. Because I I feel like when you look at Charlotte, it's more concrete. Mm -hmm. It's very concrete, not very much character. Ah, I see what you're saying. Except really at night, whenever the lights light up up, and then it's the city character, but they're during the day, it's really concrete. And Mm -hmm. I know a lot of companies in Charlotte have been trying to bring color into the city and a lot of them have been striving to bring murals and different types of character into the city so it's really cool to see that starting especially in Noda there's murals everywhere art everywhere what are the tickets like to those museums Uh, anything for students uh, from the best of my knowledge the main museum gives out student discounts I feel like it's maybe five dollars so regular price tickets are probably 20 then if you have student ID it goes down to 10 Okay, cool. But in recent times, the most... I went for the opening weekend for uh, the Walls exhibition. It was pretty nice. It was free tickets they had. From time to time, because of how they're sponsored, they do, like, free events. So just, like, keep an eye out for that. Those are really great. Fred Beckler, it's pretty cheap. Like, $10. I don't think they do student discounts. Mm -hmm. I think the Grand Museum does. I've not, like, looked at it at all. But I feel like they do. I went to this one, the Shiler Museum. It's in Gastonia, 20, 30 minutes from here. And they had this, it was like a dome. Very cool. So like we sat in there and it was just, it was just so immersive. Mm-hmm. And what they usually do like shows every Friday nights, I would definitely recommend it to anyone. Gastonia? Um, it's in Gastonia. Name of the museum again? Uh, the Shiler, I think. The Shiler Museum. Yes, and they had a planetarium. It's a planetarium attached to it. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's one of a kind. I would say because 
you go to a lot of places, you you watch movies and stuff. Sure, it's it is what it is, but it's totally different when you lean back in the chair and it's just like all around you. And it's not just like you're watching movies; it's very interactive too, because there's a host in there and they just just go back and forth with the audience and right. great experience. Very cool. And I do like experiences like that because I feel like some people might be hesitant to go to a museum or see mm-hmm. art because they feel like they need to interpret it in some way. But with oh. those experiences, they're able to help you kind of interpret mm-hmm. it and an interactive experience with the art. Yeah, most definitely. Very cool, very cool. Speaking of murals in the city, there just popped up a BLM mural on campus. It's over by the quad. Yes, it's over by the CHHS quad. It just got commissioned on Friday by the chancellor. Her name is Chancellor Gaber. It looks pretty decent. I haven't visited it myself yet. I have not either, but I really encourage students to go out and see it. It's really new. It's right by the new fountain that's over there. But going into some less local topics... Mm -hmm. So the Oprah interview, this happened two weeks ago, I believe. I feel like it's been longer. I feel like it has too. It was about two weeks ago. Oprah interviewed Meghan Markle, who is the wife of Harry, soon to be prince to the royal family. The whole like hierarchy, the way everyone who's about to be in line, who's next, it's just really confusing to me. You would expect it would be the oldest person or maybe whatever it is, but apparently not because mm-hmm. William's son is in line before Harry. And yeah. Harry's his brother. He was just like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. But um, yeah, she's married to Prince Harry and they did do that interview two weeks ago. And it's been a mess. Yes, a mess <laughs> to say the least. Mm, not just from like the family, but like the British media. I don't know if you ever keep up with British media. They're just doing like PR stunts all over the place. I understand like maybe someone came for you, but in the sense of what it is, it's it's crazy that she experienced all that and they're trying to cover up and they have put a statement the day after saying, oh, she bullied someone mm-hmm. and the palace was investigating that allegation. It was like, bro, you could have done this months ago, but right. you choose to do it now. So it's like covering up. I don't know. It's so Jonathan actually has not watched the interview yet. I watched it a few days after it came out and my initial thought were this poor woman. She's going into this family, getting married into this family, has no idea what to expect, has never been in royalty before. And she even says in the interview, you know, they don't really help you. They don't really help you with the transition transition from into the royal family. And so a lot of the hate that she got was probably could have been prevented Mm -hmm. if she had been shown a lot of these things she was getting mocked for, especially on the media and with the media it's funny that you bring that up they were posting you know headlines saying Meghan Markle eats vegetable that comes from a country where their farmers are slaves mm-hmm. and then it was Kate Kate yeah Kate eats an avocado to nourish her baby yeah. and it's just like what this is insane and it's I didn't really notice it obviously because like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't watch media over there yeah. or look at media over mm-hmm. there but and they point it out and they show it back to back it's like how cr- this is crazy it's interesting to see because this actually happens much beyond just what they beyond the royal family I know what um, news news 
outlet you're talking about, they're notorious for doing this. Yeah. I play and watch soccer, grew up soccer in my life, and they do this to a lot of soccer players. And it is because of, well, you know, race. It is because of that. For example, say there's a, there's a white soccer player. He spends lavishly, he does everything. A black soccer player of equal, I'd say exposure, does the same thing. Like maybe, matter of fact, he would, I saw there's this one player, Raheem Sterling. He bought a house where his family invested in all of this. And they said he was spending lavishly, like he's wasting the money he's earned and all that. As opposed to another player, for example, like Ronaldo, he literally bought like one in, like one in five cars made. Cost much more than what the other dude was making it. They did not talk bad about him. It's just really sad. And I think we've seen that in the past year in other situations mm-hmm. as well, but it does, it happens. And, you know, her even talking about how the royal family was talking about the color of the baby's skin. Oh like, my God. And this was my thing. You know, why did they not have this conversation with her before she got married to him? Yeah. You would think that he would say, you know, I know my family and I know the kind of backlash we would get. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Or do you think she was um, hoping to like change the system? I don't think she cared. Yeah. And that's where I give her a big ups. It's like a, like, for example, I've told my parents, my parents, I'm Nigerian and my parents are very African and kind of like conservative and whatever way they are. But I've, I've had several conversations and I was like, Hey, just let you know, I'm going to bring home wherever I see, see is best for me, who I love. Doesn't matter their race, what they look like or what you think of them. If I deem that they are good enough for me and I love them enough, I will marry them. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was kind of what it was with Harry. Like Harry was like, I don't care about what they think because if you look back at it, he I saw a couple interviews where he he was like, Yeah, I don't really like being in the palace. I don't like like the royal stuff, which is why he was always on duty. He was literally always serving in like Afghanistan or something. Right. He was always trying to be away from that. So honestly, I don't think it had to do anything with Megan. It was that family is just so toxic in the way they treat like outsiders. Mm-hmm. Take for example, like Diana, Princess Di. No, they did her very wrong and dirty. <laughs> So I don't think it was about just Meghan Markle. Yes, definitely she was that the fact that she's a she's a mixed woman. I think she identifies as a black woman as well. Not sure, but there's deep, deeply seated racism in in that entire situation. So hundred mm. percent. And I think this was a very big eye-opening situation for the family as a whole because yeah. you can see all the backlash that they're getting. Mm. And they, he, Harry even said in the interview, the royal family and the media coexist. Yeah. It's a very synchronous relationship. Mm-hmm. The media needs the royal family for coverage, but the royal family needs the media to keep their reputation up. Yeah, definitely. And with the changing world today and everything that's going on, you know, it was a very eye-opening situation for them. And hopefully we'll see some change in the future, but... It's sad that it had to happen this way. Yeah. But good for Megan and good for Harry for saying peace. All right. Deuces. They're living their life in California. I applaud them for that. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of difficult, especially when you when you look at it. They had people at their beck and call. They could do whatever they wanted and probably no repercussions to whatever they did. But right. now they're like, we'd rather than not be under the roof of this family and just mm-hmm. like be by ourselves and live our lives. So big ups to them for that. Right. So now going into music there's been a lot of great artists coming out with some good albums songs this month we talked about Justin Bieber what's your favorite album of the month 
so far i haven't given it a listen yet but i've heard a lot about it and it would be the Givian one so i'm pretty sure i feel like Givian released a new album in the past week or two weeks drake drake dropped like scary hours that was an ep yeah but um, i think Givian dropped something i don't know if it was an album or a song march 12th was it an album or when it's all said and done okay time I'll have to give it a listen. Yeah. Was it an album? Or That's what it says, yeah. An album? Nice. Okay. There's a song on there. It's Heartbreak Anniversary. Mm-hmm. People have played that one to the ground. Really? It's really good. Uh, he's a very R&B singer, like, soulfully R&B. Like, oh, like, someone just broke my heart type. So. Frank Ocean. <laughs> I put them in the same category. Yeah, definitely. Big Frank yeah. Ocean girl. Definitely. What, what's your favorite song by Frank? By Frank Ocean? Yeah. Forrest Gump. Okay, okay. I like that. Love Forrest Gump. Okay. And then Pyramids. Oh. Pyramids just like transports you to a whole different place. It does. I love that song. Okay. Do you have a favorite Frank Ocean song? Um, I feel like Chanel just encapsulates my my entire being sometimes. Like, I see both sides like Chanel. It's like really nice. My second favorite is Biking. I do like that song. It's a, it's a very like uppity, but also very like, okay, I'm liking how slow this goes. Right. I would have to say Justin Bieber released his Justice album. This was on Friday, I believe. The 19th. Yeah, March yeah. 19th. And I'm going to have to say Hold On's my favorite song. I know okay. it's yeah. the one that everyone plays, everyone talks about. But I'll be honest, I wasn't that impressed. By Hold On? By the album. By the album? Oh. I miss OG Justin Bieber. See, there's times in my car where I'm just listening to, like, Baby. And I know, like, right? What was the first album? Roll. Was it one My time. World? My World. My World and then oh My, my World 2.0. 2.0. Yes. There are days where I just sit down and just like, you know what? He really went off in this. And, I know. Purpose oh came God. out, and then it was like, Justin, what happened? See, I will say, though, I appreciate his, the way he's evolved. It's like, it, it went from, like, a very new and amateur sound from, like, Baby and, like, all that. He's just, like, we kept seeing him grow and that's been interesting right not just like as a musician but also as a person For like sure. i also feel like his his newest album i was in like half of it right now but from what i see it's kind of going towards like his faith like more of what he believes in and not just like oh here are my experiences it's like oh i'm talking about god he has this one song with uh chance the rapper on there holy i don't know if you ever listen to that you song. To this song it's a nice song i feel like chance had a big influence on him he gave chance probably his first big stage appearance so oh. Um, confident cool. yeah you remember that song confident it was on the they were on the song together yeah it was on journals yeah he, oh yes chance yes. chance rapped on that song and since then they've been like tight mm-hmm. but i was a big i kind of am still a chance rapper fan but previous previously like before his most recent album the big day he was like he was just like going in like he didn't care like talking about everything that's going on mm-hmm. but the big day was just like oh i love my wife and like my faith and type i'm not knocking that but it's just it's interesting to see how the people like that like just like have shaped their most recent bodies of work right and i feel like another another person to put in the context is kanye right (laughs) he's a genius that man is a very he's a very interesting musical genius as as a musician i don't know about as as a person i don't know about him but the music such a lovely relationship with that man yeah yeah you know he said yeah (laughs) i I know what you're about to say i know what you're about to say and it's like just go ahead and unfollow kanye on twitter while you can um it'll save you a few brain cells yeah it's not he's just like he just picks days 
and he just goes off and I'm just yeah. like bro okay like it's a regular Tuesday morning like we're not, and Kim split up they did I'm not invested in celebrity relationships anymore maybe I used to be like five years ago but not anymore and right now it's like well we kind of see kind of saw this coming yeah like he's uh, he's had like a lot of breakdowns and praise out to him for stuff like that but at the same time it's like there's only so much some people can take right. so no but Kanye does make some good music mm, definitely that's for sure did you see that he actually he won a Grammy I did not he did win a Grammy he won a Grammy for a contemporary Christian music oh. album contemporary Christian album of the year mm. I would love to attend a Sunday service the yeah. con it, I guess it's called Sunday service Kanye Sunday service yeah that would be I feel like a very oh. lifting situation or definitely experience but him that's a different story that's a whole different ball game nah, but speaking of Grammys Grammys were a little different this year I was very cautious about watching the Grammys just because like a lot of artists were boycotting the Grammys this year okay. the representation and just like it just felt very rigged I don't know if you listened to the weekend I do he was not nominated and his blinding his blinding lights album was arguably one of the best albums to drop the last year especially during quarantine and he was not nominated for anything that's and I've, I've seen this topic come up a lot about okay are they winning it for who they are mm-hmm. or their art their art yeah and the quality of the art or the reputation mm-hmm. and i feel like we've seen that a lot in the past few years especially like with the weekend and mm-hmm. there was someone else that spoke out about it i want to say it was like rihanna or uh, there's there's a good number i remember justin bieber also spoke out about it right it was like his song um yummy got nominated for something and it was on the wrong category and he was it was under pop or something it was like something really weird and he mm-hmm. was he was he posted something on instagram the grammys are doing this and that and that and he still got nominated i feel like now all they do is just for views they don't actually care about rewarding people with that's how it is with everything you know yeah. the super bowl oh yeah it's mostly commercials mm. and then how long is the, the halftime show like does anyone even care about the game or the winner anymore and how do we know that's not rigged you make a great point i ain't gonna lie no yeah the grammys were a little different this year there are people mm-hmm. coming out people coming out about the emmys as well and the emmys were hosted by uh, tina fey and it's the woman she does stuff with all the time emmy polar there we go tina yeah. fey and omi polar host this year's emmys <laughs> i think it's a good duo they they've been yeah. a lot together and they just bounce yeah. off of each other perfectly and just, their sense of humor is per- perfect with my sense of humor <laughs> I, I vibe with them very well. No, they hosted and there was a lot of controversy with the Emmys because there was not, I think it was kind of like the same thing with the Grammys. The Emmys, like the shows that were heard about the most that you probably, you knew that people watched the most were not nominated for anything. It was, it was crazy. And it's like, so who's actually voting? Yeah. A little, a little segue out of that. I listened to this one um, podcast a couple of weeks ago and it was about the Grammys and it was like the people who actually who vote on this, there's like a, it's like, there's like a committee of like 90 people who vote and they get persuaded or like treated like a royalty so like artists will fly every single one of them out to like a beach for one weekend all expense paid oh, that wow. type of thing to sway them it's like bro like i understand but you are you're like a governing body of an award show you yes that's very enticing but at the same time it's like it'd be nice to actually give people credit for their work right and that's that's kind of i feel like society how it's going to everyone's a winner yeah you know like mm-hmm. my little sister she's in third grade and they don't have a spelling bee anymore no 
No one can win the spelling bee. There's top three winners now. And it's it's not really like a winner. It's yeah. just the top three people. But top three and now, best spellers. Yeah. And now they've told my mom that next year they probably aren't going to have the spelling bee. Cause too much competition. I feel like, well, so that, that gives people like, well, I'm not going to fight for anything anymore. It's going to be handed down to me. And... I'm not saying that and like a lot of people might take that the wrong way but and, and stuff like when you actually put work into stuff it's like oh, it, for example someone could put zero into a situation everyone the next person could put a hundred into it and they we're all given a trophy right so mm, I don't know and I think we see that now on the Emmys and the Grammys hope oh, they have mm-hmm. that name but does their work have that yeah deserve that title deserve that award i guess we'll just have to wait another year to see that's a long time to wait that's a really long time to wait if we go back to the grammys a lot of people who who i thought i'd win i kind of did and some people who surprised they they didn't win anything even though they presented really great pieces of art it just felt very i don't know like billy eilish i've never actually listened to billy eilish really on my own accord no like I've heard, I've heard stuff on like TikTok. That's mm-hmm. about it. But I've not listened enough to say, you know what? I think she should win. But like, so record of the year: Billy, Beyonce, Black Pumas, The Baby. I listen to a lot of The Baby. I don't think he should have won that. Anyways, he's not. He's a great entertainer, but I don't know about like music like that. Right. Honestly, I, in that category, I felt like Say So should have won. So like Doja Cat, I I don't like her like that, but I felt like that song, especially because of quarantine and TikTok, it just like it went crazy, astronomical. Mm-hmm. So. See, I'm looking now, and Beyonce has only released one thing this year. Yeah, the Black Parade. Yeah. Yeah. So was that what it it was nominated for? Yeah, it was nominated for Record of the Year, the Album of the Year as well, somewhere in there, something like that. She she actually had a record of nine nominations in this Grammy season. I did see that. Yeah, that's just, just, hmm, that's a a good number. That's a big number. I will say this. I'm not that much of a fan of Beyonce. I will let you know, though, she is a very talented woman sent from heaven but i don't know i'm just not i enjoy some of her songs but i will not they all sound the same thank you for saying that because you're very right <laughs> you're very right to me they kind sorry of to all our beyonce stands but <laughs> they're gonna come for us the beehive all of her songs sound the same and that's how justin bieber that's what they're saying about justin bieber a lot of his newer songs are all sounding the same i don't know if you ever listened to intentions well it's off of changes i think that's what that album's called yeah uh, that was probably my favorite song on that album and listening to that song and like just matching it with his newest album it's like it's pretty much the same thing just like a different pitch mm-hmm. different pitch and like different octaves something like that it's just like this is pretty much the same thing you're just like rinse and repeat right that's kind of how i feel about some of these tv shows though mm-hmm. a lot of these movies that i'm seeing like netflix originals Hulu yeah. originals like they all have the same plot yeah just pretty different much horrible actors <laughs> It's more their movies. Their shows, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. You get to the movies, they all have the same thought. Uh, yeah, it's a hit or miss. They're literally the same. The same writers, probably. Do you like like Special Victims Unit? Uh, I love crime shows. My favorite one that I haven't watched in a long time is Criminal Minds. Love Criminal Minds. Yeah. Um, I stopped watching because it, it got too depressing. It was like, and did you know those are based on true life stories? I did. Yeah. I did. I saw that on TikTok, actually, TikTok University. <laughs> Have you seen The Center? No, what's that? The Center detective show on Netflix. Okay. Every season is different, but it's about a different case each season. Okay. And it's about this really interesting detective. He tries to crack these really hard cases, and in most of the cases... 
the person that is guilty in the case, they're actually not guilty, but the way the crimes play out, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to prove that they're not guilty. This detective takes on these cases and tries to prove them to be not guilty. Really? But it's really interesting. It's called The Center? Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's extremely intelligent. Definitely a nail-biter. Okay. Have you on the edge of your seat. Oh. Watch the first <laughs> the first season in one day. Yeah. It's that good? It's that good. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I am on season three. I haven't been able to splurge one day yet, but <laughs> maybe next weekend. Okay. I just looked it up, actually, and I saw who the main actor is, Matt Bomer. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because I just finished watching, well, maybe not just finished, but a little bit ago, I finished watching one of his shows called White Collar. I don't know if you ever saw that. I think that's what really kind of got me into art. He, he was this arts thief, and he just like, oh, my God. If you ever get the chance, go watch that show. It is great. Actually, it is. Is astonishing. On Netflix? It's on, I think it's on Netflix right now. It might be on Netflix, either Netflix or Hulu. Let me see. It is one of the better shows I've seen, and it's not even recent. It was like from 20, it aired from 29, 2009 to 2014. What's the name again? It's called White Collar. Oh, I have seen, or I haven't, I've, I've seen it on the Netflix yeah. recommendations, or it'll be like 99% mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I'll have to give that a watch. Right now, I'm trying to get into Genie and Georgia. I think sm- yeah, okay. Is it more for girls? Have you seen it? I haven't. I just saw it on the, the recommended thing. I feel like it might be interesting. I'm not sure what it is. I feel like it might be something about like coming of age. Yeah. Stuff like that's what it kind of sounds like. Georgia Miller arrives in a quaint New England town of Willsbury with her daughter Jeannie and her son Austin quickly makes a big impression. Hmm. Okay. Are you one of the people who's seen Bridgerton? Love Bridgerton. Really? <laughs> Loved it. A lot of people, I either hear that people love it or it was boring. Okay. But it's more slow, but I, I thought it was so interesting. And then The Crown. Mm. Have you seen The Crown? I haven't seen it. It's like a lot of like shows that are set in, set in like back then. I haven't, I usually love them, but I haven't had time lately to watch shows. But I've heard a lot about The Crown. I I like The Crown better than Bridgerton. The Crown seemed more realistic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it is based more on realistic events. Yeah. But Bridgerton was a really good show. And I think it also reflected well of how the cast system is and mm-hmm. yeah. finding your husband. And- I don't know if you ever... Do you, do you watch it? Do you use Hulu at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what do you watch on Hulu? Mostly the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. About I'm sorry. <laughs> It's about to be last season. Maybe um, they'll have a spinoff. They probably will. Probably just like Kim off in the yeah, city Kim or something. Yeah, Kim and her five kids. <laughs> Maybe. Dang, they do have five kids. It might be four. I'm actually going to get this five. It is. So, um, I was about to say south. Um, <laughs> <laughs> North uh, Chicago. North Chicago. Saint. Saint. And there's more than three. North Chicago. North Saint. Chicago. Saint. And. Psalm. 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 <laughs> Psalm. I did it. You didn't say Psalm at least. Psalm. Psalm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Psalm West. That's, that's interesting. Like Northwest, Chicago West, Psalm West, and uh, what's that? What's the last one? St. West. I like that name. I like St. West. That's a very, like, have you seen pictures of Saint? He's <laughs> such a cute boy. So cute. If they rank, if they have a family reunion type thing, whenever they show up, just like, I think Saint is like probably like the chillest out of everybody. He's just like, yeah. happy go lucky little dude. Okay, should we end this episode? Oh, uh, I think we can. All yeah. right.
it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this is A&E in the City. My name's Courtney. I'm Jonathan. And we'll see you guys next week. Yes, please come back and listen. Thanks. (laughs)